Hey, welcome into the Fantasy Blink. The Fantasy Blink with a new microphone. Ooh, can you sound you hear it? <clears throat> I can. You sound great. Fantastic. Hello. It sounds very, very different to me. Yeah. I'm still. You sound working deep. Out, working out yeah. the kinks here. You have a deep voice. Very deep. Structure. Can you speak in a deep voice for all <laughs> of our fans? <laughs> we are uh, talking running backs today. Running back, running back. I like that. Let's do I, it. I'm not sure if we promised wide receivers or running backs. We couldn't figure that out this morning. But, but <laughs> Who running cares? Backs it is. This is how we do. We go wild card on you guys. Exactly. You were okay. you came in all hyped about wide receivers if you were going to agree with us or disagree with us, and we just can't handle that hate. So we were like, nah, switch it. Yeah. Guess switch what? It. You're waiting until <laughs> Monday for the wide receivers now. Let's do defense. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kickers. It's kickers. <laughs> Kicker episode. <laughs> That's how that's a clickbait right there. It's all young way all day. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you love that on Facebook or on anything? Any news article? It's like I don't know if I can make something up while I'm five miles deep on the bike this morning. But let's just say to. Tom Brady files for the craziest divorce of all time. And you click on it and it's like his decision to leave the Patriots wasn't that difficult. <laughs> and you're like, What? What? How does this <laughs> no happen? Giselle? Yeah, how does this have to do with his lovely wife? Come on now. Come on now. So yeah, clickbait. Hey, we're talking wide receivers, but we're not today. Not really. Just running backs, but which is equally exciting. Is there a running back this year that made you wish you would have realized that they were a thing before the season? <laughs> like, you didn't even know their name, really? And then, well, whoa, hey. Yeah, I mean, there's some guys maybe on our list that could almost fall into that category but you know Alvin Kamara comes to mind as far as um, that guy you wish you would have taken with the number right. one or number two instead of you know the number five six True. seven eight wherever he fell right yeah. he, he won some people some leagues because they got him at a better value and he stayed healthy yeah absolutely which which is the key right uh, Saquon Barkley Christian McCaffrey those guys that went at the very top uh, yeah uh, did not uh, stay healthy. So did not play. Yeah. They, they essentially killed you by, you know, draft capital and and what they provided for you. Right. Um, you want to dive into the the superstars, or do you want to dive into? I don't know. Dance? I don't know. Want to talk about anything else? It's fun. New Year's Eve. What are you doing tonight? Happy New Year's, all. Oh, this is going to get really interesting. Oh, good. Uh, I've got the neighbor's dog freaking what? out. And now my dog is down <laughs> here, and she's about ready to freak out. And... You know what's worse than having your dog? Having another dog. Oh! Yeah. Having any other dog. Having any dogs is the worst. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, needy little creatures, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, as I'm still working out what how much this <laughs> microphone picks up outside of my voice, uh, you know. It's not bad right now. Yeah. I don't hear too much whining in the background. Okay. I thought you were just going to talk about the Browns, so yeah, they really. had to chime in. So, yeah, so what are you doing? New Year's. What do you got planned? I have absolutely nothing planned, uh, especially oh. the fact that I don't have to work tonight is oh. an extra added bonus. I don't have to deal with <laughs> anyone awesome. else on New Year's Eve, which is always the worst part 
about New Year's Eve for me is if I end up stuck working that night, I pretty much have to deal with everybody else's issues on How, New Year's Eve. How'd you get out of it? Just happened to fall on my day off. I, oh, nice. I have certain days that I work and certain days that I don't, and it falls on the day that I don't. So I thought I you might have swindled my home fries into working. I, I didn't volunteer. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Nice. You well, got Vegas baby out there going, why are we here? Yeah. Where there'll is be, the commish? There'll be a lot of, yeah, a lot of soldiers, a lot of home fries, a lot of Vegas baby <clears throat> taking they care deserve of it. today. The uh, commish so can I, have the day off, especially when they're a champion. Yes. Yes. You see? Yeah. That's what I, I, want I, to, I earned it. I earned I want, it today. I want you to notice something, okay? And this is a thing. This is a real thing. So I'm just going to spit a little bit of frustration about it. When you are the champion, no one talks about it ever. It's like, faux pas it's like you stepped in the toilet paper and you're walking around the party and everyone's just like don't even talk about it. don't even mention it nope no hey i won i beat all you guys yeah whatever doesn't matter it's so annoying so i will try to remember to mention our champions through our seasons through our episode here each episode uh because it's it's frustrating when you become the champion you basically just become like left out in the cold yeah, it feels like yeah, nobody wants to talk about you anymore no, no. <laughs> yeah it's dumb tired so. of hearing about it yeah well, except when they want to say i'm coming for you or yeah. oh i'm gonna well, beat you this year yeah well guess what they're gonna be really tired of hearing about it by the time we start <laughs> next year because uh if you don't i i am sure going to make sure everyone remembers uh 12 to 1 we'll just just remember those numbers 12 12 and 1, 1 huh 12 to 1 Oh, that's right. Number 12 to number one. Hey, you know what you should do is just change your team name to the champion. I think that's what we should do. I mean, your team name should be champion from now, like for the champions, because otherwise your team name, I know you're going to change it anyway. You know, poo poo yeah. could change his whole everything to champion would be nice. We don't have to say poo poo all the time, but <laughs> I don't know. We have a lot of listeners that really enjoy it. <laughs> nice. say, I, I crack up every time you say poo poo. Nice. Okay, good. Well, then it works. <laughs> awesome. His plan's working. Well, so no new year's plans, huh? Are you, nope. are you turning into an old man? Yeah. Well, that, that happens. Is that happening? That, I don't think that that's happen. Ago. Yeah. That, that's over and done. Why? Uh, you can control this. You don't yeah, have to so, be an old man. Well, I thought I could control it, but it really, really. Make some became. plans. Party. It, get it together. Just, it just happens. It just oh, happens. man. Yeah. Well, I know at least you'll probably have a drink for everyone out there who wondered. Probably Absolutely. have a drink. Probably, yeah. r- probably ring in the new year uh, in New York and then go to bed. Right? Is that what you're going to do? We'll see. Yeah, that's been. See if you make it to nine. The last few years has been even making it to uh, <laughs> the magical hour. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Fun. So, we'll see. How about you? Oh, we're doing a great little shindig, small get-together with a good friend of ours, and uh, we're doing a bonfire, doing some poker, some drinks, Easter egg stuff, you know, bringing, bringing some stuff for the kids, having fun. We're doing a prayer group a little bit, so we're going to pray a little bit, put God first at the beginning of the year. And, uh, man, hopefully no one falls in the bonfire. That was the one stipulation I told him. No. I said, listen. <laughs> But we're not going to be drinking that much. We'll have a drink, I'm sure. Do some champagne, a toast, kiss our lovely ladies. And, uh, you know, we try to do it classy. We're not trying to fall down drunk and get drugged home by some random Uber driver that may or may not have molested us. So, you know, not ending up in the news. That's the goal. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I mean, Sounds... I don't want to undo all these calories I'm burning right now. No. That's what I don't want to do. You don't want to go crazy. Oh, I'd like to be go... fit. 
go too crazy. And, uh, yeah, well, that sounds like fun. And I don't want to be an old man, so I'm trying to beat that. Just a little, just a little. I've, I mean, I've got that covered. Good. I'll let you cover that. But my body feels like an old man. I just don't want my mind to start feeling and thinking like an old man. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Come on now, Kamesh. Come on. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to keep you young as I can all right here. Tell you what, I'll get out and do some today to, to, to good. help ward off that as well. So. Good, good. Well, let's do this. Let's, uh, how about let's start with uh, guys that came out of nowhere, dudes okay. that okay. we did not see coming. Yeah, let's start with the, start with the positive. We'll go yeah. with, with the positive vibe and we'll end it with uh, those, those who crapped us. <laughs> right before the new year. Yeah. 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 Who you got? What's the guy on your list? Number one, number one guy who uh, had a great, uh, great role in finishing off a championship for me. Uh, came kind of out of nowhere in the second half of the season. Uh, he was pretty steady throughout the season, but really exploded was David Montgomery. Oh, boring! Really? Yeah. yeah. Finishes number six, running back number six, two hundred fifty-five points. He sweet. Uh, two hundred twenty-five carries for a thousand and one yards. Hey, you uh, broke a one, thousand. That's one, cute. One thing that really uh, blew up for him this year was his yards per carry, 4.5 yards per carry for him this year. You mean in the last five games? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. As soon as Trubisky came back, so did Montgomery. Seven running rushing touchdowns. He had 45 receptions, 375 yards at 8.3 yards per click. Nice. And two receiving touchdowns and was a difference maker probably not only in – our league and on my team, but for many who yeah. got a hold of him for the for the stretch run because he just ate up yards, ate up carries, and uh, got it done for you. So there's a couple factors that I'm just going to rain on your parade here because I hate David Montgomery. Yes. Uh, because I gave a lot for him. I bought into him, and he always sucked for me, so I held him for too long uh, until I got rid of him. But that also was a gamble I knew would come at the hands of losing Matt Nagy as the offensive coordinator. So. Yeah. I knew that. I was like, well, I'm going to get rid of this guy, but I'm sure as soon as Nagy's not calling his place, he'll do well. And he did. Everything changed after that. The other thing, though, I want you to keep in mind, I would – it's going to sound salty, and I don't mean to sound salty, but but that's what our show is, right? We've got to have a little salt, a little, a little flavor, yeah. right? Yeah, flavor. I would say probably 300 of those 1,000 yards was on big runs which it seemed in the last five weeks he'd have one big run a game of 60 or so. Yep. So yeah, and that was kind that of skews his number. Him up. The, the last game he did not only got to 95 yards, but uh, also that was in two and a half quarters. So right. um, had it been a, an actual game, uh, I, I believe he would have probably pushed that closer to the 150 mark because he didn't get the number of carries and uh, didn't have the big exploding run in that one as well. But yeah, right. he did have a couple games where he – uh, well, 59-yarder, I know, against uh, Green Bay, where he didn't quite make the end zone. And then he had the 80-yarder uh, the following week, where he did make the end zone against uh, Houston. Of course, everybody has 80-yard runs against Houston. So right, apparently, yeah. And it. David Johnson does as well sometimes. But, yes. here, you know, so here's my question on the David Montgomery thing. If you are in redraft and you got him in the 50th round, um, did he help you make the playoffs? I would imagine no. He yeah, did not you help have, me make the playoffs. <laughs> your, your fate might have been decided already. Uh, yeah. At that point. But uh, if you somehow traded for him like you did, and that was a good trade, and it worked out for you, you know. But my question is, in Dynasty, 
do you think – I mean, I want to say, and that's why I traded a lot for him last season, I want to say he has a bright future. But, man, what's their quarterback situation looking like going yeah, forward? And that's one thing I worry about as well is can, can he parlay this into uh, a f- more, a career. more success, a career? Yeah. Or was this just a, a five-game flash? Now, <clears throat> keeping in mind – as I was looking over this deal that we did, uh, it was a major deal that, that took place at the end of the year, and we were both kind of frustrated with our teams, yeah. and we were both uh, looking to shake things up. And um, I, he was kind of a throw-in to, you know, you were super interested in Kareem Hunt. Yeah, for whatever um, reason, I don't know, but whatever. Well, uh, we'll, we'll get to that because right. he's going to make a list too. Yeah. Um, but uh, they switched I was looking 100, 100% at schedule. Nice, okay in acquiring him and so that's going to be also a factor is did he just benefit from a great schedule down the stretch that might be i mean it's good to look at those things i mean maybe he's a guy that slow starts who knows yeah we we have no idea i mean they were they were loaded and had great matchups for the end of the season and you know could just be that he benefited strictly from that yeah and you know i do i do have to say we're just doing this much time on david montgomery for mr abides you know, he's a contributor to the show. We love him. But otherwise, we should never have talked this long about David Montgomery. So, <laughs> <laughs> will, who's, your, who's, who's your first guy? Yeah, I'm going to go with a guy that I don't think any of us saw coming. I think he may have gone undrafted in a lot of leagues, especially redraft leagues. Mr. Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Uh, he looked, I mean, he, I don't know what happened. He didn't play uh, very much last week. I don't think he's out this week. I don't know what happened there. Um, but he's a, has a bright future. That's all I see. Um, yeah, he came in and did well, man, eight miles is kicking my butt this morning. I apologize, man. So yeah. Do you have any stats on Antonio Gibson there? Antonio Gibson finished the running back number 13 overall, uh, 151 carries. Wow. 4.8 yards a carry, 720 yards and 11 touchdowns on the ground. Man, that's no carries on a season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, keeping in mind that it took a little while to get him going. It, yeah. he, he wasn't the main running back for, well, uh, most of the season. And sure. then, uh, he, it, he just made it at some point where they couldn't deny giving him the ball. Right. So I would say the bulk of those 151 carries came uh, in probably the last three games that he played. He did play last week and, and had, I believe, maybe 15 carries for 68 yards. Yeah. Um, you know, had a decent game, but in a in a negative script where they were down. They had um, throw, yeah. 35, 35 receptions, 241 yards, 6.9 per reception, nice. and no touchdowns in the air. That's an area Ooh. that he will probably improve. I don't know if McKissick will be around next year or if they will just. True. Uh, as we saw when Gibson started taking over, the touches he also was getting the catches that McKissick's numbers started to drop right uh you know McKissick went from a 15 target guy uh per game down to three or four when Gibson really kicked it into high gear and I think of Thanksgiving yeah as probably the highlight of Gibson's year where he had the three touchdowns but he also had all of the targets he also had all of the carries right it started to look as though he was going to be the guy. And then, of course, he takes the turf toe injury against Pittsburgh on the first carry. Of That's the game. right. That's what it was. Yep. And that kind of set him back. So, yeah, I, I, yeah you are 100% correct in uh, that he is 
the future. Yeah, and uh, none of us saw franchise. this coming. I mean, Dynasty, maybe he was drafted in a few places as an outlier, but we didn't see his use being this. We didn't see the opportunity. We just didn't see maybe the talent out of college. Maybe I'm alone on that. It's fine. I get it. But no, crazy. Uh, no, he, he came out of college as a, as a scat back or wide receiver. But really he's like 6'1", even... 230. Isn't he huge? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty good-sized guy, and he's, and he's very fast. Yeah, so, so I see a bright future for this Adrian Peterson-shaped running back, maybe. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's my guy. Who you got next? I'm going to go uh, – and you, you're probably going to disagree a little bit with this because he burned you a little bit after the trade, but Kareem Hunt finishes as the running back 10. Man, that means that at one point he was on pace to be running back three or four. Yeah. He plummeted. Yeah. And, and you – talk about a guy doing the most with what he had yeah only only 188 carries right Mm -hmm. 804 yards that's 4.3 per carry at six rushing touchdowns yep uh he does a lot of his damage through the air 37 catches 300 yards that's 8.1 per catch and then five receiving touchdowns right so that got him up to 218.4 you know fantasy points which was good enough to get him in the top 10 Top ten finish and Man. for where you got him, yeah. Um, and it, it and it never really seemed like he was that guy, yeah. Right. Well, but he just quietly would take his, you know, forty percent of the of the share, yeah, and and do the absolute most he could with it. Well, I think that they have to have something in his contract that says if he does a certain amount of good, he gets paid a lot more. Because we saw him being used and being like really effective, and then they kind of shied away from him. I haven't looked at the snap counts, but I would imagine it went down. And the games when he could play without Chubb, they didn't even use him or he didn't play well. So, and and, and I don't have it here specifically, but remember looking through the numbers that he was less than 50% snap count, yeah, of course. So, which is not surprising, true. Uh, it seemed to me that there, it was it was a straight, very, very well planned out platoon yeah where it would be chubb for a while and then it would be hunt for a while yeah there was very little mixing and matching and there was very little uh both guys at the same time true which but they were so effective when they did run that set when he was in the slot and they'd run a two back set or something yeah you would think that uh they would (laughs) cue into that i bet we're gonna uh, see that in the playoffs (laughs) uh, like it was almost like the the fourth quarter belongs to hunt yeah and the second quarter belongs to Hunt, and we're going to go with this, and we're not going to vary from it, right. and that's going to be the plan. Um, it'll be interesting to see going forward because both guys, I believe, are, are locked. I know Hunt is locked up for another two years, um, and Chubb, I'm not yeah, sure you never know, right? contract status is. but uh, Hunt's a talented I, guy, man. I mean, I just a very talented that, guy. And I think they want to have both of these guys. Uh, you know, with the way Stefanski wants to run his offense. Yeah. Uh, he he wants to have two studs in the running game and and can use them effectively. But but to finish number ten, yeah, and uh, you probably drafted him in what maybe the sixth or seventh round, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. And and, and I did not go into this episode planning on even talking about Hunt. Right. Uh, but but then you when saw I it. saw the num- when I saw the numbers, it was like, oh, that's that's obvious. That's yeah. an easy top ten running back. I mean. You know, you didn't feel like you got that from him, but you did. I mean, he just delivered and, and filled the stat sheet. Right. Right. No, I mean, I'm going to break protocol here, as I love to do, just because I love messing with you. And I'm going to go with my bum here, one okay. of my bums, staying in Cleveland and say, if you drafted, sorry, touching the mic there. If, if uh, 
you drafted Nick Chubb with a first round pick, he let you down. He yeah. looked great early. He kind of faded late. They used him weird. You got frustrated. He didn't come through for you. Sorry, Squatch. That's how it works. But think about this. Uh, this guy has a great future, but at the same time, he, you overspent or he did let you down. Yeah, and he was, had some injury issues. He yeah. had to deal with that. He was down for a while. He finishes as the, as the running back number 11. Yeah. So he finishes behind Kareem Hunt. Nice. 100, 176 carries. So he was wow. uh, less 12 less than Hunt in carries, which Whoa, never seems like what? that. <laughs> no never way. Never like that, right? Here's a big one, though. 5.5 yards per carry. Yeah. He's a this superstar. Guy, yeah. He gets it done. 959 yards on the ground. So he's, uh, you know, he takes out Hunt by a full 150 yards there. 11 touchdowns on the ground. Man. Here's where here's where you weren't happy with Chubb. And not necessarily a surprise, but 16 catches, 150 yards, wow. which is 9.4 per catch, but no touchdowns through the air. And just Chubb. not enough. That's one catch a game if he stayed healthy for 16. Yep. Oh, uh, crazy. Well, yeah. yeah, there's my bum. I have an eight. So, so he does finish top 12. He finishes an RB1, but you drafted him to be an RB2 or 3, you know, to finish in the in the top five. Right, as far as scoring. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, I don't care how many yards he gets per carry. At 176 carries, it's not going to happen. No, it's not. And, not, you not know, I want work. us to keep an eye on something here. Uh, we, were, we had brought up CJ2K while we were hanging out a couple Sundays ago. Uh I want to see how many guys are close to 2,000 yards rushing this season, you know, just to keep an eye on it and see if this is even attainable anymore. Yep. Two, two guys are and were. So Dalvin Cook had a shot, but he's not going to play Sunday. So, But at running, no, just at running the ball. Yeah, exactly. He had a shot at 2,000. Really? Uh, but Derrick Henry is, uh, I believe, 206 yards away. No way. I didn't yeah. know they were that close. I thought and that was all gets, purpose. Uh, he gets the lovely, wonderful Houston – Oh, Texans. So he could do it. He could do Let's it. Let's go 230. I mean, that should be their goal. Get him 230, five touchdowns. Make it happen. All the fantasy yeah. owners just be pissed. He couldn't do it last week. Yep. All right. Well, who you got as a, one, another star? Let's go another star. My last star that I'll talk about, Ronald, Ronald nice. Jones. There you go. Yeah. Finishes, finishes RB number 15. Okay. So he doesn't finish in the top, top 12. He's not an RB1, but um, for what you were expecting from him and what you paid for him in, in drafts. Yeah. 180, 180 carries, 900 yards, five touchdowns. Wow. Oh, no, sorry, five yards per carry, okay. six touchdowns. Okay. That's so that's low. Solid. Yeah, but that's a solid five yards per carry is great. Yeah. 28 catches, 165, which is 5.9, and he did have a touchdown in the air. Uh, not known as a receiving running back. Right. Um. So anything you got out of him there was a bonus. And I think the future looks brighter for Jones than we thought. He suffered a couple couple uh, pulls when he fumbled early or he dropped some passes early. Uh, Bruce Aarons, it took him a while to, to trust him. Yeah. You know, he, he put, would pulled him in a couple games very early on and you never saw him again. And then uh, later in the season, you saw him uh, – a little more patient. Yeah, we kind of saw this coming, though, right? I mean, we kind of saw Ronald Jones, and we, we thought he may have a breakout year. Now, those touchdowns are appalling. I mean, yeah. that's ridiculous. I mean, Carson Wentz might have six touchdowns rushing. Who knows? But 
I just yeah. I think that totally sucks for a running back to have that low touchdown. Yeah, I mean, but if we were to look at Fournette's touchdown, oh, and, but yeah, I mean, and you know, he he vultured a bunch from him. Right. Uh, Brady threw a lot of balls. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I just mean as like if you're looking at a, a running back in general, and that's your lead guy. I mean, that's your star yes. running back on your team. Fournette yeah. didn't do anything this year, as far as I'm concerned. I'm I'm kind of bummed that Ronald Jones didn't at least get ten yeah. touchdowns. For you yeah. know, for his usage and man, that his he probably had one of the greatest runs of the year with that ninety-eight yarder or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, yep. you know that was super exciting. So, and that was a touchdown, right? But, yeah. <laughs> so that was yeah. one of and, his but, six. So the reason I think I have him in here though is he probably no, course, yeah. was your second or third running back drafted. Oh, and, maybe uh, to, to to have uh, you know your second or third running back finishes running back fifteen probably means especially if you paired that with an Alvin Kamara or a Dalvin Cook, right? Uh, you probably were in pretty good shape. Yeah, I mean, I I can look at Poo Poo's team and say I think he had Ronald Jones, right? And I think yep. that uh, you know, champion, 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 Poo Poo. There we go. There it is. Awesome. Well, um, so is he is he on your list as uh, stars, like guys that you would not have? Yeah, he's yeah, he's guys that um, broke he's, out. He's the last of my breakout or the last of my three stars. Nice. Okay. Cool. Well, one of my other stars is Neheim Hines. Um, yes. I think Hines. Uh, I don't want to spend any time talking about this. I just want you guys to understand that Hines, after he did that backflip in the end zone, started looking at how athletic this guy is and watching his shiftiness and his open field speed. I think Hines is a guy that uh, has been completely underused. Uh, He could be a a lead back for a team. If it was the Saints, he could have numbers that look like Kamara. Again, I always lean back on opportunity more than – anything else and obviously we know in that Colts running game there's a whole bunch of mouths to feed so that's how it goes yeah. I, and he is uh not free agent he has another year left on his deal oh, with, the, <laughs> with the Colts so he'll probably be there for one more year with Taylor I don't believe Wilkins will be and I know that uh, Mac won't be Marlon right? Mack is not under contract after this year so he probably won't be back as well so yeah so Hines, you know, maybe you see yeah uh finish number 20 uh, overall, 87 carries, only 87 carries, 4.2 per carry, 363 yards, and three touchdowns. Yep. Uh, he did most of his work through the air, 57 catches, 432 yards at 7.6. Yeah, not uh, bad. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he has amazing numbers here, and I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying this is a guy you probably could have got as free agency or traded for nothing. Like, you could have yeah. traded nothing to get this guy. And he, he could have broke out. I mean, he got uh, he got Big Kahuna two wins against me personally uh, yep. this year. His two he games had, were those had games. His big games, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and you. Uh, so that no, I mean, right there, that knocks me out of the playoffs. Just this one guy having two great games and being on a team that didn't have a lot of depth, and he had to start Hines. Maybe a lot of players in the league don't start Hines, uh, you know. But he did well. Yeah, you want to hit your last. Uh, stud before we yeah sure let's do it my, I pull on into the dead yeah my last stud is a guy that didn't even know his name going into week one had thought it was a joke uh thought that the Jacksonville Jaguars would release Leonard Fournette and use Raquel Armstead who has since died I believe not I mean not saying that in a joking way but he has literally vanished uh we have real no news on Armstead what happened to him he was a young draft pick and I thought a guy who had a lot of potential but he has up and vanished so yeah uh covid hit him definitely harder than uh most that we're seeing yeah oh uh, yeah across the board yeah i mean he he just disappeared went 
to IR and um, never really recovered. Yeah, there was not really any news. It's like the reporters never followed up on him because that role was filled by James Robinson. This guy's a nobody. Who knows? Who cares? But guess what? That does. That gives us a guy that you've never heard of. You picked up for free. And he probably, he absolutely got you to the playoffs. I mean, this guy. In, was... my, in, in my redraft league, I drafted him in the 15th round. Wow, okay. And, because you uh, drafted trade, late. And immediately traded him for A.J. Brown. Nice. Wow. Yes. Somebody thought they saw something in him. Very yeah. cool. But, yeah, you drafted late, though, probably right before the season started, right? Us, oh, yeah. us in no, Dynasty I, didn't even know. Exactly. I, in fact, I literally, in the middle of the draft, got a notification Nice. You know, note to people always have your notifications on yep. that he was named the starter. Yeah. Uh, during, I got that during the draft and then quickly snatched him late in the draft. Nice. Let nice. him play. Let him play two weeks, three weeks, and blew up, and then immediately traded him. Nice. And, you know, not knowing that he was going to end up. Not knowing he was going to end up the running back four. Yeah. What are his numbers? Uh, you got those? Yeah. A thousand uh, and seventy yards rushing on three hundred and forty-four attempts. Uh, that's that three hundred and forty-four is the Man. biggest number I have on this sheet. Absolutely. Right? So he got the work. So double job and hunt. <laughs> yeah, 49 receptions, uh, seven receiving touchdowns, uh, seven rushing touchdowns, sorry, three receiving touchdowns. Wow. Um, Not bad. Yeah, 4.5 yards per carry. That's pretty good for a guy out of yeah. nowhere no one's ever heard of uh, to come exactly. in. And I like that that wasn't fake news that he was named the starter. How many times do we see that? And then we could see that with the Colts, let's pretend, right? Oh, Jonathan yeah. Taylor named the starter, and Hines and Wilkins and Mack all outcarry him on the day. It's oh, just yeah. dumb. Yeah, he was a starter and then didn't play after. Right, that. exactly. So we just had no <laughs> right. idea what was going on in Jacksonville. And to be very honest, I still have no idea what's going on in Jacksonville. But as a little side note, uh, I want you to go back and look at Minshew's touchdown to interception ratio. And I know that you're not high on Minshew. And I know a lot of guys say, oh, they're going to go with a quarterback. But to be very honest, Minshew has been a very decent quarterback, much better than you would think. Um, and I don't, I don't really see them going with a quarterback in this first He's, round. He, I mean, they showed, again, last week by going back to Glennon that they clearly are not planning to move forward with Minshew, regardless of what you think about right. him, regardless of what I think about Well, him, I think they didn't want to win. Is, He's done. Right. They don't want to win there. They're trying to not win. And I thought that was just strange. I mean, they obviously benched him for a while. He did break his hand, didn't he? Break his yes. thumb or something. Uh, and played and played like four weeks with it before you even mention it to anyone. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, this guy's this guy's hungry. I just think Jacksonville, as we're on the Robinson topic, I think that they have a billion dollars in cap space, I, I believe. Because yeah, they've number one, every number one, I believe I saw yesterday, seventy-seven million in cash. So they may just go hunting free agents and put them on, you know, shorter-term contracts. I don't know, um, but I, I just feel like even if Minshew doesn't stay in Jacksonville, I think he's a quarterback we need to keep our eyes on. I really do feel that, um, and we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, going forward. But I think he still has two years left on his rookie deal, doesn't he, or one year? Uh, should yeah, yeah he theoretically should. so only his second year so yeah so not to talk too much about quarterbacks today and running back day but um i just felt like that was that was something that we didn't even i didn't even look at until i was looking at trading last night for players and i thought wow how are these numbers not starting quarterback with the games he played so you, you should definitely trade for Minshew. yeah in, i just uh, might in, in <laughs>
he just might be available. He just might. Well, I did try to trade away uh, Kareem Hunt last night, and it did not work out. So, no, no dice. No dice. Well, not yet. now that you know, now that you know the true numbers, right? Real, yeah, you may well, help want me to hold on to that one. Yeah, because uh, as we found out, as soon as Chubb went down, um, Hunt became relevant. Yeah. All right. So, getting into the duds. duds. You already talked about one. Yeah. You talked about Nick Chubb. You dove into yours. Let me dive into Please my first do. one. Yes. It's going to be Kenyon Drake. Oh, my goodness. Not the running so, back on that team. <laughs> so, he finishes number 14 overall, which isn't bad. Yeah. But the problem is, you took him in the first round. Yep. That would and be bad. You were expecting, um, you were expecting big things uh, that we saw at the end of last year. And it just did not carry forward. 229 carries, which isn't horrible. 919 yards, that's four yards per carry. He had 10 touchdowns on the ground. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's not the problem. What we were expecting from Drake was to be a huge part of this passing game. Right. Are you ready, right. Are you ready for this? I want to hear it. 22 catches, 122 <laughs> yards, and zero touchdowns in the air. Like non-existent. Yeah. And that was that was what was going to separate Drake from some of those other first round yeah. running backs was that he was going to be so active in the passing game right. and be their you know their number one running back um, that it just didn't work out. Man, that's wild! I didn't realize that at all about Drake's numbers in the air, through the air. I mean, we could call that underhanding, not through the air. Yeah, yeah. So so finishes number fourteen, but that is wow. not you. You were expecting him to be a top five guy with the usage that he was getting and what he showed us in the last five games of last year was, Oh my gosh, I've got a steal here at the end of the first round. Yeah, exactly. Just didn't deliver. I know he was, he was on fire the end of the year. I think it was 30 points a game. He was putting up crazy. He was winning people championships last year. Yeah. And then who knows what happened, but he was, yeah. And you know, I feel this, my, my, one of my bums here, this guy, I feel is like on a decline, but I don't know if it's a media thing or if it's a, my own feeling thing, or maybe it's a sourness from owning him thing. I I'm having an issue with Ezekiel Elliott and I don't know. I just don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but it doesn't feel good. It feels like a guy that the team is kind of shying away from. Now, I know the numbers may prove differently. I don't know if he has 300 carries on the season or not. He may. He finished running back number nine. Number nine. Okay. 230 carries, 4.1 carries, 937 yards, only five touchdowns, which is something you're used to Zeke getting. Two weeks, three weeks. 15 touchdowns, right? Always being the the guy at the goal line that finishes it off. And you saw him getting stuffed a lot this year. What about the catches? The goal line. How many catches did he have? Uh, 49 catches. Wow. 319 yards, so not super efficient, 6.5 per catch, and then two touchdowns uh, in the air. Okay, so seven overall touchdowns. Is that what you're saying? But seven that? touchdowns overall? Seven touchdowns overall, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So this is just kind of heartbreaking because Ezekiel Elliott obviously is a running back that you think should go in the top three picks in a redraft. Yep, and that's probably why you're most disappointed is you probably spent top three draft capital on And And I don't understand really what's happening here. I mean, maybe he uh, has not been in the gym as much. Maybe his team doesn't believe in him. Maybe the coach doesn't like him. Maybe McCarthy's game plan says let's save him for – year four or five of McCarthy's tenure, if he lasts that long. Um, yeah. I just, he has that much time left on his contract. <laughs> yeah. Which is so dumb. Anyway, <laughs> I think coaches should be year by year personally. 
Every coach should yep. be a year to year contract. No, I no, I mean Zeke has four or five. Oh yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, no, that too. Which is which is not a great idea for a running back. Well, but, but that's kind of what these superstars are saying they want, and the teams are kind of doing it. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't because obviously you can take any guy out of college, plug him in the backfield, and get two hundred carries probably out of him. Uh, this is blowing my mind. The the amount of carries now. I believe Zeke was leading the league the last few years in carries, and it was over three hundred. Exactly. This is if we were to look back on this one, I guarantee that 230 would be the lowest carry total yeah. of his career, and it wasn't. He only missed one game due to injury, so it wasn't. Uh, wasn't that? Yeah, that's strange. It's just strange all all the way around. I don't. You know, it is what it is. We're done with it yeah. now. But I mean, Zeke could could go off this week, get his team to the playoffs. It's a possibility. Uh, they could have a completely different game script in the playoffs. This could all be one big scam that we've all fallen for and yeah. think, oh, yeah, they're a five-win team or whatever, knowing the division needs six or seven wins or whatever it needs. Um, yeah. I just, uh, it could be something And, and also, if I'm a Zeke owner, uh, I'm, I'm holding. Oh, yeah. Just because his value is at an all-time low for him sure. right now. So you're not going to get value – back on him in terms of a trade and you know but this is when i go trade for a guy yeah exactly <laughs> so if you're so if you're in pursuit and right the um the zeke owner isn't listening to this podcast Ooh. Uh, you might be able to get value yeah nice for a guy that's the guy, a guy that's clearly not going anywhere i i just right? feel a name he's under contract for another three years and they're paying him a boatload of money they're gonna so use him they're gonna use yeah. him and the team's going to get better because Dak's not going to be out next year. Yep. Right? It's true. So, you know. They I, may have Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Every team might have Trevor Lawrence. That's my mantra nowadays. Yeah. You know, the Cowboys yeah. might have Trevor Lawrence going forward. You never they know. They, they could. Um, you know, our name for this episode could be Hold Your Zeke. Ooh. Hold Your Zeke. <laughs> I like it. So, my next running back, Dud, you're going to agree with this 100%. Is Miles. Is one, Miles Sanders. Oh, yes. I didn't even know that. Is that awesome? Finishes running back number 17. Oh, what a bum. 164 carries, 867 yards, 5.3 yards per carry. But they didn't do it enough. They didn't want to do that. No. Nope, don't run no. it. No, the 164 is the number that jumps out there. What are you, what are you doing, Philadelphia? <laughs> Granted, he was injured a little yep. bit. Uh, missed a couple games there. Six touchdowns on the ground. Here's another area where they blew it. 28 receptions, 197 yards. <laughs> That's seven yards per reception. No no touchdowns in the now, I want you to put this in perspective, okay? I love stats, but I love reality more than stats. And I want you to realize that down and back on a football field is 200 yards. Yeah. Not including when you cross over that goal line, okay? So, down and back in... 16 games is how many yards he had on a season. Not even, just barely. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous for one of the, if not the most elite playmaker on your field this season. Yep. Should have been, should have been twice as many receptions. Should have been over 50 receptions. Should have been 800 over yards 250. Yeah. Should have been over 250 yards <laughs> or 250 carries. Right? Yeah. He's at 5.3 yards per carry. Not using this guy. Just weird. So weird. But they had three other running backs they wanted to get in, right? I guess. That, that, it, all in all, he ends up running back number 17, and that's not what you drafted him for. No, and I did have uh, – I want to bring MSD into this real quick. Fellas, join me. Join me in here. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Out West. Yeah, let's have a, a sit down here. Let's talk about Miles Sanders' trade value at the beginning of the year. Uh, 
remember, Mr. Out West, when you talked me into or attempted to talk me into that Miles Sanders would be the greatest running back in the league this year and wanted premium trade capital for him. Uh, yep. I'm glad I didn't do that. Crazy. Yeah. Miles Sanders let me down in two leagues. Yeah, why not make it three? <laughs> Thank goodness, no. Thank goodness, no. It wouldn't have worked. How about that? Wouldn't have worked. Yeah. But um, yeah. but yeah, I just you know Miles Sanders did let me down, and he let down everyone who owned him, who yeah. had him as their fantasy sure. running back should have been one. After last year, he looked amazing. This year, down year, so maybe yeah. sophomore. And he won. And he won teams championships, and that's part of yes. what uh, Out West was going on. Is he won the championship yep. the year before? on the back of Miles Sanders. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, you know, and I did as well the year before. So, yeah. yeah exactly. Now I'm just going to hold him. <laughs> uh, give, me, give me your last My dud. last dud, because I loved this gentleman when he was with the San Diego Superchargers. Melvin Gordon did not live up to the Bronco hype. I thought he would be amazing. He did okay. I'm not going to say he did horrible. But he did not do what we know Melvin Gordon is capable of doing. Did he? No. no, he did not. Not, you know, yeah, I mean, number 16. So he finishes running back number 16, only 189 carries. Wow. Uh, 893 yards, so 4.7 per carry, which I, if you can correct me if I'm wrong on this one, abides, but I believe that's going to be a career high. It's pretty amazing, I bet. Uh, for Gordon, 4.7, eight touchdowns on the ground, uh, 28. <laughs> Again, 41 yards. Happening? See the theme here. Man. Uh, a lot of these guys, there are very few guys that, got the work in the receiving game did todd Gurley ruin have... the nfl did sean uh, mcveigh basically come out and say hey by throwing to todd Gurley, his knees are destroyed so we quit doing that so every other team quit doing that thanks a lot McVay. it's a joke and it's not real give me a break just don't throw it when the guy's covered by the safety when the safety's yeah. charging the running back just throw it away throw it over his yeah. head not throw it to him. save his life yeah and save his career but keep 28 throwing. to 141 five yards per catch how many yards one Five yards per catch. I mean, on the total, what's his total yardage catching, receiving? 140. So not even two football fields. Really fun. Yeah. Really fun. Yep. And and one touchdown. So, yeah, he finished number 16. Yeah. And, you know, um, sure, that's a running back, too. And you probably had him as your running back, too. Yeah. Anyway, so he didn't probably completely disappoint you. And I, I kind of felt like he was pretty consistent. I think so. Like, uh, you know, always 60, 70 yards rushing yeah and i don't want to hear didn't the have, didn't have didn't have the blow up game no and, that you were hoping for. and i really don't want to hear the Lindsay owners saying Lindsay cut into that because i don't think he did he didn't he's been hurt yeah. most of the season yeah uh, i don't have Lindsay's numbers in front of me but they aren't anything near this no. and if they're anything they're the same receiving i mean i if anything i bet he has 25 receptions yeah. for 200 yards i mean whatever but yeah i don't I, yeah i don't kind of wild so. so melvin gordon and the denver broncos need to get that figured out Yes, they do. My last dud, our last dud. The dud of the day. Uh, James Conner. Oh, my goodness. How did I miss that one? Yeah. He wasn't even on the uh, ranking finishes, list. Finishes RB number 24. Oh, my word. Yeah. Poor Steelers 160 fan. carries, 684 yards. That's 4.3 per carry. He had six touchdowns on the ground. Yeah. I don't know wow. when those came. I, I, a little bit here, a little <laughs> bit there. Being a, being a Conner owner in just one league, uh, I really would like to – Go back yeah. and vet. He got one last week. He snuck in that <laughs> one. Awesome. Yeah. And I didn't and I didn't play him. Yeah. 30, 30 catches, 190 yards, 6.3 yards per reception. Man. So I mean, yeah. 
So what we're looking at here, I mean, I, I mentioned the 2,000 mark, but we're really seeing guys struggling to get 1,000 yards rushing. Oh, yeah. They're, but their average is huge. So it, is this truly a pass-first league? Yeah. It is. I mean, sure, that's yeah. an easy question. But four and a half yards a carry? Why is he not getting I see, two? I see two guys out of these 12 that we've talked about, three, six, nine, 12, two guys that are over 1,000 yards. That's insane. Now, there's a couple more that are probably going to go over that right. before uh, the season is over because we have one one week left. But Robinson and Montgomery are the only guys. Now, granted, we didn't talk about Kamara. We didn't talk about right. Henry. We didn't talk about you know some of the guys that were super studs for right. you uh, this year. But Because uh, you already know. Yeah, you're, you're seeing 1,000 being uh, quite the accomplishment. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, it's really like it's a 100-yard game. I mean, man, if you just – you can see it coming. I'm just going to read – I'm going to predict this right now. I'm going to be the futurist right now, whatever you want to call it, okay? I can see the game changing in the next five years to becoming more of a run-style game to keep those high-powered offenses off the field. If yeah. everyone wants to pass and they're doing well at it, let's just run the ball and keep them off the field. And by run the ball, I mean on one, two, and three downs. Like how many, how many defensive coordinators nowadays are going to lose their jobs because they're going to have nickel defenses in and you're, the guy's going to just run 20 yards on third and four. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and if you look at, you know, the more successful teams, you know, well, we're, we're going to be dealing with Kansas city for a while. Um, I don't know as far as, uh, as far as dealing with teams and, you're going to have to run the ball to keep them off the field. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think that we're going to see that. I think we're, I think we're going to see Kansas city. Uh, we're going to see it happen in this playoffs. I don't believe Kansas city is going to look elite in their playoff game uh, or games, however many they decide to make. Uh, I just feel like the running game is coming. I think it, we're going to see this playoffs right now, just like we saw last year, things are going to change in the playoffs. Things change dramatically. And I think we're ready for it this year. And one of the major things we're going to see also is the Steelers. We are, we've already seen the Steelers start to crumble, right? I mean, they're yeah. this big golden statue, and it is starting to crack, starting to crumble. And with Ben possibly leaving, the Steelers franchise could. You still there? feel like I've just lost you. All right. So Clintus Maximus out, as far as I can tell. I cannot hear him any longer. Uh, that's going to make a wrap for our running back edition anyway. Perfect. We got to where we needed to get to. Tomorrow we're going to talk playoffs and we'll take a break from positions. We'll get back to wide receivers on Monday. Everybody have a great and safe New Year's Eve, and we'll see everybody tomorrow on New Year's Day. 